Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Flipping Records Podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Marissa. And today we are joined by my very good friend and school friend. That was weird. Um, Anna. Hey, I'm Anna. Cool. Um, I am going to be taking the lead on this episode because I kind of chose this album along with Anna. Um, and we're doing uh, How Will You Know If You Never Try by Coin. Um, and I'm going to preface it by saying that Anna and I just saw them on Monday in Knoxville. And it was incredible. And so now we So want... kind of a little concert and album review. Yes. So now we are uh, giving a little review and we're going to tell you how their live music compares to the recorded music. number one on how will you know if you never try is don't cry 2020 anna what do you have to say about this rec uh, song <laughs> okay so i'm gonna be cliche and start this off by saying this is my favorite song Sick. <laughs> um i the first time i ever listened to the album i didn't give it enough attention and then i just went back and i did and it became my favorite song um, I just think it's all around a really great song. I love the lyrics. I love, love the tune. Um, the beats are so sick. So I just, I just love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Noni, what about you? Um, I like this song too. I think it's a good opener for the album. It, it, it swings you straight into it. I, my favorite part is, um, in the beginning, how there's no drums and it's just those the vocals and uh-huh. then on the 3 and the 4 he says i can't take you or i can't take you and then right when he says serious it's on the one mm. i love that i can't take you down it's so sick it's so cool um yeah really cool intro um i like the snare sound uh Throughout a lot of this album, I'll probably mention how I think it sounds exactly like Walk the Moon. Okay. Um, when he goes, yeah, that Walk the Moon. Okay, uh, that's fair. The walk the, the the guitar line, the lead guitar line, sounds like Walk the Moon to me, and then the uh, kind of like airy vocal bridge is very Walk the Moon esque to me, mm-hmm. and. Uh, that's all I got on this guy, but yeah, really cool opening track. I I was satisfied with it. I honestly wasn't sure how I was gonna feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Okay. Um, so this song is really, really, really good live. Mm. Um, oh yeah, I forgot to ask about that. Yeah. Did they open with this song? No, they opened with a song they haven't released yet, but this one they played. Interesting. Shortly after. I think but yeah it was really good this album's 2017 is this their first full length or no it's their second okay yeah so they weren't like touring this album no per se no they weren't that's cool Um, yeah um where'd you see them uh in knoxville at the mill and mine oh sick Mm -hmm. and uh just a quick they're from nashville right yes they all went to belmont Ah. Mm-hmm. That's where they formed. I meant to say that gotcha. earlier. I totally forgot. But yeah, yeah, that was one of my closing notes, but I just wanted to bring it up now. That's cool. Hometown yeah. babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Sick. So anyways, yeah, this is one of my favorite songs on the album. Um, I the Lyrically, I think it's really cool because it's about like growing up and like just not wanting to grow up. And one of mm-hmm. my favorite things about it is... In 2020, I'm going to turn 20 years old, so this is going to be my anthem about not wanting to get older. (laughs) Um, Enjoy it while you can. I know. Um, But yeah, I love the lyrics, and I really like the bridge 
going into the chorus and just the bridge mm-hmm. in general. I really like. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like close to my heart because of the growing up aspect because I can relate to that and I know you can too, Nani and Anna. You oh, probably yeah. also can. Yes. Um, growing up is hard, dude. Yeah. Like I said, enjoy it while you can. I mean, yeah. I'm, that's kind of the message of this song of enjoy it while you can. So. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really excited to start 2020 off with this one. Um, that's sick. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Anyone? Nah, that's it for Noni. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, track number two, Boyfriend. Anna, what do you got? Um, I really like this song just because of, like, the, the energy that it brings. Like, it's just so, um, I don't know, it's vibey and it's catchy. It's fun. Um, it's just one of those, like, I can't help but sing along to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so good live. Like, it was just brought... It brought so much energy and hype. I just, it mm-hmm. was so good live. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. Noni, what about you? Um, I like this one too. I think it's a good uh, follower to Don't Cry. I think that maybe they could have op- opened the album with this one. Okay. I personally would have. Ah, no, I, I wouldn't have preferred that. Because I, I, like I said, I really like the the way the lyrics bring in the drums on the first song. I think that's a really cool way to open an album. But i like this song i like the um the pushy drums i like the way the drums and the bass lock in um chorus is catchy uh cool legato guitar licks in the bridge um and i like the i like the lead guitar line in the verses with the bass it's got some cool uh mm-hmm. i don't know they're they're now that i know they're they went to belmont makes sense because they're very good at writing parts Mm. um yeah they're great individual musicians that's all i got cool um yes this song was so good live this was one of their song one of the first songs that i heard by them and so for a long time i like had it on repeat all the time and eventually Mm. i kind of was like all right this is a really good song but i'm kind of over it (laughs) So I stopped. What were the singles for this record? Obviously, talk too much. Talk too much. But... Um, I think I don't want to dance, and mm, that might. Uh, were you into them pre or post this album coming out? Post this album, yeah. So you this album was already out when you yes. got into them. Yes. Okay. That's yeah. Cool. So I'm not a hundred percent certain what their singles were for it, but I know gotcha. obviously talk too much. Um, yeah. But yeah, so this one, I kind of like stopped listening to them. And at the time when I stopped listening to this song was when I stopped listening to them too. Because I listened to them for a while and then I stopped and then mm-hmm. I got back on. And now I'm still on the train ride up. And yeah. it's been an incredible time. But yeah, so um, <clears throat> I got tired of it. But then... It's still, like, not my favorite on the record, I think, because I overplayed it for myself. But I do really yeah. enjoy it. Um, and I think it's, like, got kind of an interesting message, I guess, because it's about, like, not being, like, a second-choice person. Like, um, and I think it's kind of in a different sense than, like, friendship. But I still think it's um, kind of an important thing for me to not feel like a second choice so i kind of dig this song mm-hmm. for that kind of reason um you're but... infj right yes dude me and you're too. type six yes makes sense just by anna... exactly what you said right now anna too <laughs> on both <laughs> that's sick yeah that's yeah that's funny yeah mm-hmm. uh very much um uh independent or like in in uh seeking like independence in society i suppose mm-hmm. um like wanting to have a voice in society mm-hmm. that's a very infj and type six personality trait mm-hmm. yes um that's cool though i like that yep okay uh anything else on this song we're on boyfriend still right yeah Okay. Nah. Nothing else. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Track number three. 
talk too much. Mm-mm. Anna, what you got? <laughs> so this is the very first song I heard by Coin. I feel like, um, yeah, it's the song that everybody kind of knows because um, it topped a couple charts, I think. Um, and so I think even if you don't really know Coin that well, um, you're you probably you've heard the song um and for a good reason like it's fun it's energetic i really love the bridge that leads into the chorus um yeah i think it's it's all around really good i kind of overplayed it for a while um just because it was the first song i heard by them but i don't know it'll be it'll always be close to my heart i think Mm -hmm. noni um Honestly, the first time I heard this song, I thought it was Walk the Moon. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Um, so, obviously, it's the hit single. Great guitar riff and tone. I remember when I first heard this song, I was envious of the fact that I didn't write it. There, there are very specific songs that I have that feeling towards, and this is one of them. Um, crazy catchy melodies, lyrics, get stuck in your head so easy. Mm-hmm. Um uh the chorus melody and the vocal walk down i can't it's so good like the um be cool is just the gizzo why you gotta be so talkative yes so i have sick. that in my notes too i love that part yeah the synth line is sick the but my last notes are it sounds so much like walk the moon to me even that synth solo sounds like Walk the Moon to me. Mm. And um, my last note is, I would like to hear Walk the Moon do a cover of this song mm. and compare like them. Because I honestly think that I would like Nick's voice better on this track. And mm. I think that I would like some more drum fills. And I think that the Walk the Moon drummer, I don't remember his name, is a groovier Sean. drummer. <laughs> yeah, I... I I think no. Walk the Moon's on a whole other level, like a higher level of a band and a music mm-hmm. and musicianship, obviously, because they're bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, bigger doesn't always mean better, but in this case, I I uh, personally think so. Um, and I, I just think one of my notes is I put should be a Walk the Moon song. Um, but that's not to discredit Coin because they wrote it and they performed it and it's it's a great song and it topped the charts for a reason. So, yeah. Yeah, I I can agree how it's kind of walk the moony and we talk too much. I like that part. Thanks, that was cool. Um, Did it sound far away? Maybe a little. I don't know. What if I do it like this? We talk too much. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, this was also the first song that I heard by them. Um, <clears throat> And I kind of also overplayed it. So, like, when they played it at the concert, I was like, uh, obviously they were going to play this, but it, like... Did they close with it? Did they do, like, the uh, walk-off stage encore talk too much? No, they didn't do an encore. It was just this song and then another song after it, and then they were done. Oh, um, nice. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I knew they were going to play it. I There are songs that I would have rather heard live by them um, in mm-hmm. place of this. But, obviously, it's their biggest song. Everyone knew it, even if there were some songs that they didn't know at the show. This was the one that everyone was going to know. Yeah. uh, I I really like the music video for this song. It's kind of silly and, like, weird, but I enjoy it. I think it's fun. Um, It was the first video that I watched by them where I actually saw what they looked like. And I was like, oh, oh, he's cute oh he's from nashville (laughs) they look (laughs) like they're from nashville it's hilarious i i love it because nashville style is sick but when i saw pictures of them i was like oh yeah they're from nashville (laughs) i mean they're not from nashville all of them well that doesn't change the fact that they're based out of nashville and that'll influence your style okay anyways this is something i really wanted to talk about um there was a lee band that covered this song or like it was at like a an open mic night and a band performed it but instead of saying uh like oh my gosh 
Oh, honey, come put your lips on mine and shut me up. They said, honey, come put your hand in mine and shut me up. (laughs) That's so beast, Christian campus. (laughs) I know. I thought it was hilarious. And then they medleyed it with Ride by 21 Pilots. Oh, God. Yeah, it was insane. Ready to do our blurry face review. We need to find a (laughs) T.O.P. stand. I hope none of them listened to this episode. It was they they were talented <laughs> musicians and you could tell that they were it was just a strange choice of songs to mash together and mm. I know they I'm pretty sure they had to change the lyrics. I don't think that they would have been allowed to say the lips part which is so silly. But I mean it was just funny and I just think about that kind of often. <laughs> um haunts you in your sleep. Yes, it does. <laughs> um but yeah, that's all I got for this one. So, anyone else? Anything? Um, I think that's it for me, too. Great right. song, obviously. Okay, number four. I Don't Want to Dance. Oh, man. Okay. Um, Contrary to the title of this track, this song makes me want to dance. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I heard this one probably second. Like, it was... The that was kind of what got me interested in listening to the whole album, the whole record. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw the music video, and it's just it's just fun. And I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I like these guys. <laughs> it makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah. It's just a fun. It's just a fun one, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that it follows talk too much because um, it kind of carries on that vibe. Um, but then I think it opens up to Hannah pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I all around I really like this one. It's just kind of another fun dancing song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Antoine. Um, I agree. It's a good. Uh, well, I don't necessarily think it's a great follower to talk too much, just because talk too much is such a hard song to follow well because That's it's such true. a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's a bad one, but I think one of my notes. Yeah, I put. Um. Yeah, uh, cool chorus. Um, it's not too catchy, but it's not. That doesn't mean it's bad. And I mm-hmm. just put that because it's so hard to follow. Talk too much. Like that song is so yeah. like catchy. You know. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I like the synth sounds in the intro. Like that weird like thing. It's cool. Um, the bass and the drums and the verse. They're tight. They're sick. Uh. I like the the um, plucking, like, ambient guitars that come in. Only in the second verse, though. It's for, like, a quick second. Um, drums in the bridge are tight. And then I don't – I'm not a huge fan of the chorus. I don't like the way he goes, I don't want to dance. I don't – Yeah. That doesn't really do it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not bad, but just personally, I'm not a huge fan of that part. Yeah, I get it. Um, but that's all I got on this one. Not too much. Okay. <laughs> I won't talk too much about this one. <laughs> okay. So something Sorry. actually about the vocals. So the song was written as a joke and they never actually intended to finish it. Um, and so the whiny vocals are the original whiny vocals that they made as a joke. Um, okay. That makes sense. I can appreciate yeah, that because I couldn't take them serious and now I know I'm not supposed yeah. to. Um, uh and so I guess they tried to re-record it, but that was the one they ended up liking because it was kind of like... It's quirky. It's fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think... I I can get how, like... Or I can see how they would be kind of annoying, but I think it's it works for me. I think it's fun in it. Yeah. Um, but I hate dancing, so I feel like I really relate to this song. Um <laughs> And then also just that line, like, I let you down, I know it, that just, like, kind of hurts my soul because I feel like I let people down a lot, so I, like, feel that hard. Um, mm. And I so that. I think it's good. And I I don't remember if I saw it in an interview or if I read it, one of the two, but I know Chase said that it was kind of, like, about, like, having, like, anxiety and, like, not wanting to like do stuff in front of people and like letting people Mm -hmm. down because of anxiety and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so i think that kind of adds some depth to to uh 
an otherwise like fun song. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think this is a fun song. Um, and it was really good live. So much energy. 10 out of 10. And <laughs> that's all I got for this one. Anything cool. else? Nah. Um, that's it for me. Sick. All right. Track number five. Hannah. <laughs> Anna? <laughs> yep. I... Okay, I know I've said this a lot. But this is... Second to Don't Cry is my favorite song on this record. Mm-hmm. Um, could be the fact that it's really close to my name. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Um, but I also love, you know, the, the title lyric, how you know if you never try. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's it's my favorite. Um, I love the sound. Um, the the bridge that leads into the chorus is I, it's just beautiful, and I just love it. Um, I love the lyrics. I love the kind of the story that it tells a little bit if you pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, all around, ten out of ten. I yeah. I dig this song. Mm-hmm. Antoine, um, this I think this is the best song on the album. Um, Interesting. Talk too much is the hit, mm-hmm. and it's the catchiest. But I think start to finish. Um, Songwriting wise, I this is my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Uh, melodies are sick. I like the rhyming in the verses. I don't remember the lyric I was referencing, um, but yeah, chorus is catchy. I I love the the lead guitar in the chorus. It sounds like um, like Japanese strings. Like if you were to like listen to any like Japanese music. Um, I'm pretty sure it sounds like some sort of guitar effect, like a pedal. I don't think they would a- they actually used any sort of Japanese stringed instruments, but I could be wrong. Um, mm-hmm. I noted also that it was the title track with uh, How Will You Know If You Never Try as a lyric. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate the fact that they didn't name the song that. I hate when there's a title track. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it, but two, two of like pet peeves of mine with bands and albums is when they have a song that's the same name as the album title and when it's a picture of the band on the album cover i just think those are like the two corniest things you can do as a band what about one direction being on the album covers (laughs) well that's the only exception (laughs) obviously Uh, um because they're so handsome but anyways uh the bridge is sick i like how the drums are like crazy distorted um and the lead guitar line brings you straight into that last chorus um and then i noted there's this weird like uh synth that kind of flies by your right and left ear in the last chorus that's only in one part Hmm. um i thought it was cool cool like arpeggiated synth and um that's it that's i think hannah is the best song on the album and i will stand by that uh it's 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 the only one as i was listening to it um that i listened to outside of listening to the whole album to review there goes the pups but yeah that's it for me okay um this song was so good live (laughs) uh but he said this one's for hannah at it and i was like i wish my name was hannah but then i was like (laughs) thank you for not naming me hannah because i would not i don't anyways um yeah how will you know if you never try is like my one of my favorite lines in a song ever um and it's like i have it written down on a little sticky note in my room it's just kind of like a reminder for myself because i never like trying new things and i hate like putting myself out there and being uncomfortable but I feel like, um, I don't know, I, I think this line just kind of resonates with me because obviously good stuff could come out of it, but I won't know if I don't try. Um, <laughs> feel you. But yeah, <clears throat> and then I really enjoy the bridge and uh, the bridge into the chorus is a fun time. And mm-hmm. I just think this song's a really solid and it is also one of my favorites on the album and that is all i have to say nice yeah all righty track number six are we alone Mm, okay um 
I think this song hints at some really, like, really important lyrics. Um, Honestly, most coin songs do, but this one um, just draws my attention a lot. Um, I really appreciate, like, what he's saying. Um, Like, just the message of, like, like, being present is really what I got. And just, like, appreciating things. And, um, yeah, I just connect to this song a lot. I really like it as someone who like is introverted and like is alone like I don't know I just have a deep appreciation for this song um Mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna pretend to know a lot about instruments (laughs) but they just really shine through to me in this song like I have Mm -hmm. a deep appreciation even though I'm totally ignorant about that subject like Mm -hmm. I just really appreciate them in the song Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um no, I mean you're not wrong. I I did note um, just the again just the the writing, the guitar tones, the drum grooves, the bass lines. They're great. They're they're consistently good throughout the whole album. Um, I like the drum fill intro. Uh, I like the, the guitar tone and the chords and the pre-chorus. Uh, I I don't like the chorus. I don't. I don't like the the whole like build up say one line and like it be like a quote like drop you know what I mean yes like when people say like like oh like wait for the drop um it's like chain smokers e to me <laughs> like when you build up and then you have just like kind of one line and then like an instrumental break for a chorus it's fine um it just doesn't do it for me personally but mm-hmm. I noted that the verses kind of save it. Like, the verses are really good. Mm-hmm. And I also like the lyrics and the message that the song conveys. And um, I like the outro. It's like a nice guitar outro. And, uh, yeah, this is the one that's that talks about, like, being on your phone, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciate that. Uh, just because, like, I don't know. Just I'm slowly trying to, like, abandon social media and Mm -hmm. um i can just appreciate that message a lot i think that social media is pretty toxic uh yeah that's it yeah um i agree with a lot of things that you guys already said so um i really one of the lines that sticks out to me is it's a screen it's a life it's you it's me it's everything i've I don't know why. I think it's cool. I, I like the way that he sings it too, <clears throat> but also just like the it's a screen, it's a life. Like, I think that's kind of intense, but it's like it's true. Like, I mean, people's lives are on their phones, and I think it's very interesting. Um, and yeah, yeah, I just really like um, the song. <clears throat> and then. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Oh. I don't have anything else either. Good song. Solid one. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Track seven, Heart Eyes. Um, I think this is a really solid track. Personally, it's not my favorite. It's not the one I'm going to choose to um, play on repeat. Um, mm. I do really appreciate it i do really like it um i was talking to someone about this song actually the other day and they said it has a very minimalist uh sound and i don't know i've just been thinking about that ever since like it is pretty uh minimalistic and i think that kind of draws your attention uh like again to the instrumentals and just their really raw talent with uh, the instruments that they play um but yeah, like solid track, not my favorite, but still really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I agree. This was not my favorite on the album. I appreciate it and I like it um, and I think it has its place. Um, <clears throat> and it's like kind of an interesting message, I guess, like just about like not giving your all to people and like taking breaks for yourself and stuff like that, which is really important. Um, but also there's a line... Uh, a rose-colored dream when she's loving you. And I really like that for some reason. Um, 
I don't know why. But also, this was really good live, and Chase actually played guitar, which I didn't know that he could do. And mm. so when he pulled it out, I was like, okay. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, this was, it was good live. Um, it was fun. There was a good energy. Um, nice. But, yeah, I can agree that it's not one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, I put corny title. Um, <laughs> it's like the ballad of the album. Um, I, I feel like ballads can be very like hit or miss. Um, it doesn't really hit for me. I feel the same where it's just, it's not really my favorite. Um, it, it reminds me very much of the Inland Empire scene that uh, I'm a part of, like with my band. It's very like surfy, like shoegazy. Um, but yeah, I, I like, there's two guitar parts. I think that they fit really well together chorus is a little lame and um yeah i put i i got i got bored like halfway through because they didn't really they didn't really add much to it it was like Mm -hmm. a little repetitive i i feel like with a ballad like you got to kind of build up and Mm -hmm. uh and focus on it not uh being repetitive or getting boring um but yeah it's 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 not terrible but it's it's definitely my least favorite Mm -hmm. but that's all i got all right Track eight, lately two. Jeez, this this is a sad song. I know. Um, I have a I love sad music, so <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. Um, but it just like it hits you, and mm. you're like, oh, this this is sad. Um, there was a lyric that I wrote down in my notes. Um, Nothing matters. I'm falling for you. Some things never change. Mm. Um. I don't know what it is about it. I just, I love it. Um, I have a very big appreciation for the sadness of it. And like, even like you just relate to it. Like Mm -hmm. you might not necessarily know the story behind it, um, but you can relate in some small part. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really appreciate that about the way that Coin just like as a band crafts their their songs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to jump in before you, Noni, and say. Go for it. There is a Lately on their first album. Oh, and okay. I was actually wondering that. Yeah. I didn't bother to look, though. Here's some story, though. So okay. it's, it's about Chase, the lead singer, his sister, mm-hmm. who her her son, I think, who's either stillborn or, like, was, or, like, passed away really shortly after he was born. Mm. Um, and so Lately One, or... It's not even lately one. It's just lately. It's written like from her perspective, and it's also uh, really sad. And this lately too is written from the dad's perspective. Gotcha. Um, so it's like, I still call your name, but no one's listening. Oh, how it could have been! Like that's so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's like not um, like it's it's lyrically very sad, but with mm-hmm. like not sad music if that makes sense um and then that part that you were talking about about the nothing matters is Mm -hmm. technically like a secret song i say in quotes because Mm -hmm. it's not really i don't know but it's a separate song technically called nothing matters um yeah so uh oh the outro yeah okay um yeah, so I really like that one. But um yeah, that's just they're kind of like together but also kind of separate in a way, mm-hmm. I guess. But yeah. So I really enjoy the song. I think it's good. The story makes me really sad every time I listen to it. Um but I think it's pretty strong though. So, yeah. Yeah, um I like the big open drum grooves. Uh, nice and simple to the point bass line um i like that there's like a slight build of instruments in the sense that um there's like an instrument added on top of the other and on top of the other as it builds into the chorus and then um i don't remember exactly how it sounds but oh yeah i do there's like a almost like a toy piano in the chorus Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of like I don't know if you remember Marissa but at our house here 
there's that little toy piano in the living room. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it sounds like one of those. Uh, okay. Oh, actually, um, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. I like it. Um, mm-hmm. Very, like, creative sound. I think I think it's cool. Um, mm-hmm. The the stop into the outro thing that you say is, like, a, quote, secret track. Yeah. Um, I, I wish it was a separate song and got its mm-hmm. own structure because I... I didn't think that the the song, I guess the song before it or le- lately too, was that great. Um, mm-hmm. But then that outro part was sick, and I really yeah. like enjoyed that. And I was and it felt too short, which mm-hmm. I guess like I, I appreciate like leaving you wanting more, but at mm-hmm. the same time like I I do wish that that was like its own separate thing. Um, but yeah, I put it it wasn't long enough, and it was better than the first half of the song. Um, but yeah, that's all I got on this one is it was good. Okay. Let me just add real quick. So sorry. Mm-hmm. This song was written after his sister had another baby. Um, and so the first lately ends with her first baby's heartbeat. And then this track begins with the new baby's heartbeat, which I think is just, uh, it just kind of hurts my soul, but oh. Yes, that's just something I wanted to add in really quick. Wow, that's deep. Yeah. Hashtag deep. <laughs> All right, anything else on that? No. Okay. All righty, number nine, feeling. And I think this might have been a single also, Noni, from what I can tell. I'm not sure. Okay. <clears throat> it, it sounds like it could have been. It's got that feel to it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Anna, what do you got? Um, I I really like this song. Like it once again is not like my favorite song on the record. Um, but I feel like it's a really good like standalone track. Like I I think it might be a single now that you say that. I think so. Oh yeah. Um Yeah, I really like it. I like the playfulness of the lyrics. I think it's just like it's a fun one. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy I enjoy listening to it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it's pretty sick, and it has a great tune. Once again, <laughs> wow, look at us! Uh, I don't know a ton about instruments and the whole process and that, but I really appreciate um, the tune and the beats in the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my first note is Chase Petra question mark because the intro. How it's just the vocals like I'm feeling you, na, 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 uh-huh. I want you. It reminds me of uh, I don't know if you've heard it, but the Chase Petra song that's like I want to get to get to know ya. I don't think I've heard it. I'll have to send it to you. Shout out to Chase Petra; they're my favorite band. <laughs> um, hopefully we can get one of them on the podcast to review their own album. But anyway, <laughs> um, um. Yeah, cool intro, uh, cool guitar riffage and chords was my note. Um, cool catchy chorus. I like that. I actually like this chorus a lot, and I like that the song opens with the chorus. I always think that that's a cool way to start a song. Um, falsetto backups are sick. Oh, Tight. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like the f- I put I like the falling notes in transition. I don't remember where it transitions from and to, but I know it goes like boom, boom, something like that. Hmm. I have to I don't remember, but anyways, I put it's a good song. It's okay. It's cool. I like yeah. it. Um, <clears throat> I think this one's a fun one. It's just um, uh. It's, I don't, I don't know. It's fun. I like it. It's also like not my favorite favorite. Um, just because I, I feel like the ones that I can call my favorites are the ones I re- relate more to lyrically. And this one I don't really that much. Um, mm-hmm. But I still like it a lot as a song. I think it's fun. It's um, a cool tune that I, I enjoy it. It's a, mm-hmm. it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's it cool yeah this one's good i like this one 
now that I'm thinking about it more, I think I like it more than I thought because it is catchy. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, track ten, Miranda Beach. I love this song. Um, I yeah, I love the song. Um, there's this one lyric. I'm trying to see where I wrote it in my notes. Um, what's going on in her head? I wrote that too. I wrote it too. <laughs> Um, as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, I just love this. Mm-hmm, me too. Because we're both INFJ, we're both Enneagram 6, like, I don't know, I just connected with it as, like, a pretty quiet, shy uh, person. I was yeah. like, I, I'm loving this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another lyric that I like. Um, You're wasting all of my evening with eyes just like a television. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's just like, it's just clever. Like the way that they write. Mm -hmm. Um, I love it. Um, yeah, it's just like a really fun kind of flirty song. And I just like really appreciate it. It's just, it's such a bop. I love it. Yeah. Noni? Um, I put that at this point in the album, I was getting kind of bored Mm -hmm. just because of how good, how good talk too much and Hannah were. (laughs) Um, like, I don't feel like they really recovered after that in terms of how great those two songs are. Mm-hmm. I don't hate this song. Um, I put that the melodies are sick. Uh, the pre-chorus is a little bit boring. But then I, I like the laws in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I appreciate when a band can make just la or, like, ooze catchy, you know? Mm. Yeah. Because um, that's just good melody writing and really, like, I think it was Noel Gallagher from Oasis that said, like, no one gives a, gives a hoot about the lyrics. Like, if you have a good melody, people are going to get it stuck in their head, you know? Mm, yeah. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Um, song's okay. That's all I got. Cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I like this song. I also wrote What's Going On in Her Head. Uh, I like that line a lot also. Um because I don't even know what's going on in my head. I appreciate um, the fact that you guys pay attention to the lyrics, because I don't. <laughs> my God, yes. Yeah, that's my... I love lyrics. Anyways, um, yeah, it's fun. And then, the, yeah, it's about, like, a really quiet girl. And so I can find kind of find relatability in that, in that sense. But, like, mm-hmm. I guess, like, as a whole, I don't relate to it, I guess, if that makes sense. Um. But yeah, I mean, I like it, um, and it's something that I like. I probably wouldn't skip it if it came on shuffle, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that I'd go and be like, "Oh my gosh, I have to listen to Miranda Beach right now." So yeah, that's it. Cool. Okay, last track, Malibu, nineteen ninety two. Hannah, um, I really like the song. I think. I wasn't expecting this to be the last track. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even when it was over, I was like, wait, there's... Oh, they ended it with a slow song. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Which I just wasn't expecting. But I kind of like it. Um, it's not usual. Um, and I really I really do like it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I am in love with this song lyrically. Um mm-hmm. Story-wise, I just, I really do appreciate the song. And I think it kind of sticks with you because it is a slow song. Mm. Uh, so you notice it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, that's all I've got on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought the same thing. Like, I think it's kind of a weak closer just because, like, I don't know. I feel like you kind of want to go out with a bang. And then maybe, like, lyrically it's it's going out with a bang. But um, I didn't really particularly pay attention to the lyrics uh i like the chorus guitar tones not in the chorus but the effect the chorus effect in the guitars Mm -hmm. um and then uh nice vocals um i put i wasn't super into this one i was kind of bummed that it was the closer um i think maybe it could have went uh lately to Miranda Beach, Malibu, nineteen ninety two, and then close it with feeling. Mm-hmm. I, I think that would have been a cool way to end it. Yeah, um, 
that would have kind of tied the night the knot on it like like i was saying like kind of how you have talked too much in hannah mm-hmm. i feel like feeling is like up there with those two and like closing yeah. it with that would have been tight yeah um but yeah that's all i got on malibu i didn't have much okay um <clears throat> this song was really really good live <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, okay, what which song di- was he in the crowd for that you sent me the video of? Uh, that was for Fingers Crossed. That was that their last their song. It's from their first album, yeah. Okay, gotcha. It's Never a mind. bop of a song. It's <laughs> so good. I'll still listen to the first album. I I love the first album, and they've been saying like they wish that they hadn't made it their self titled album, and they wish that they could make this third album that's uh, coming out soon their self titled. Um, which I think is interesting. I'm interested to hear what this next album sounds like. But yeah. Another thing is I don't I think that having a self-titled album is dumb, but that's just fair. Me. Um yeah, uh anyways, yeah. Uh first album's great. Anyways, this song really good live. It was kind of like a nice chill cuz I mean that show was so high energy and like it was tiring and I don't know if you can tell but my voice is still kind of like funky from it which is fun um i can't tell but that's cool um i'm glad you had a good time yeah uh but yeah this was a nice little uh chill thing that they did but uh yeah you know noni that i don't usually like when albums end with a slow song um but this one it works for me in ways that most albums don't uh i can agree with like with um how it could be really cool if it ended with feeling Mm -hmm. but um i don't know something about this song it's just like kind of i use this very lightly but it's like haunting in a way just like the weird kind of vocal effects that they have yeah it's super Um, eerie and i think it's really interesting um and i i just love this song um and this was actually their third single from the album. I okay. just found that out. So but Talk Too Much. Uh, feeling and Malibu. Okay. That's a good set of singles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. I really enjoy this song. Um, but I, I can see, like, ending with feeling, how that could be, like, even cooler. But as a whole, I really like this song. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, and that is it. So, yeah. general notes, everyone. What do we got? Oh, um, this is an album that there's not really a certain song that I don't like, um, which is kind of unusual for me. Like with most of my favorite records, like there's usually one song I'm gonna skip, and um, but this song, like if I was to just shuffle it, like, I probably wouldn't skip any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, it's just noteworthy, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I really like it. I really enjoy the energy that they bring. Um, each song is unique, but they do kind of, like, they're they're true to their style. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I've said several times before, they're really great storytellers. And lyrically, like, I really appreciate um, the work that they do. Mm-hmm. They're great. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have some closing notes. I kind of open with one of my closing notes about how I was saying it sounds a lot like Walk the Moon to me. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's comparative to, um, or comparable to uh, Talking is Hard, which is ironic because their hit single is Talk Too Much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I put I, I want to hear I would love obviously you know it won't happen, but I would love to hear Walk the Moon cover it and then see which one's better. Like the whole album. Yeah. Ooh, um, interesting. Uh yeah, I I uh it's it's good. Like well, I'll I'll get into that when we do the rating, but um Okay. But yeah. That's kind of that's my only closing closer notes. All right. And then I put the, I think it's cool that they're from Nashville. I appreciate, like, a good band coming out of Nashville. That's not Paramore. (laughs) Yeah. Because Paramore's Uh, the best. Yeah, for sure. Um, I 
Just love this album. And I love their first album a lot, too. They're both um, very near to my heart. I don't, like, really know why. I just have, like, a big emotional connection to them. And I think it's partly because I got back into them freshman year of college when, obviously, that transition is just terrible. Um, and so, <clears throat> like, a month or so into college, into the first semester, I listened to this album again. And mm-hmm. I think I latched onto it a lot more than I had previously. That's cool. Emotional ties to albums always make them, like, uh, I don't know. You make you yeah. appreciate it more. For sure. Um, and so, so I really loved it. But then seeing it, a lot of it played live on Monday was just, like, it added, like, a whole nother level to it. Um and they're really good live. Mm-hmm. Um, like, really, really good. Um, and uh, you can tell they're really humble people. Because mm-hmm. um, it was their first night of the tour. Um, mm-hmm. And the whole night, like, you could just tell, like, he looked like he was about to cry, like, all the time. Yeah, um, like, stoked to be there. So yeah, really and just sick. like over, really overwhelmed. He looked overwhelmed the whole time. Um, that's cool. And so I appreciated that a lot for some reason. But yeah, then, God, sorry. After when we met him, <laughs> <laughs> it added another level. Um, and he's just—he is the kindest person that I've maybe ever met. He was so nice and so genuine. And, um, like, he, he was so nice and he told me that I was really talented. And so that was like everything I ever need to hear. Um, (laughs) and so that was good. But, uh, I think also like when I'm in like a, I kind of told him this when I was talking to him too like when I'm in like a creative rut I like to put on their music and I for some reason like I instantly feel more inspired to create something and I've pulled I've done a few drawings of them or like from their songs um and I feel like I feel like I could illustrate a lot of their songs pretty well if I really tried um yeah and so I just love this album a lot and that is it that's the end of it nice yes okay now ratings <laughs> yeah uh i will remind you anna of awesome. our rating system so we have our worst one which is just is not a good album it is might as well be a nickelback album <laughs> our second rating which is like it's okay it's not the best but it's all right is needs more cowbell our third one which is it's a solid album and i enjoy it it's good is tickles my fancy and then our very best rating that you could possibly give the perfect album it's amazing is it it might as well be a one direction album (laughs) um so anna what are you thinking um i think i would say tickles my fancy um i have a deep appreciation for this album um but i think it would take just a little bit more for me to like label it as like a perfect album like Mm kind of like what y'all talked about um just kind of switching up some of the tracks and just like kind of the layout maybe Mm -hmm. um it's phenomenal and i love it um so maybe like a really high tickles my fancy Mm -hmm. really close but not not absolutely perfect Mm -hmm. um yeah Mm -hmm. i would say for me um it it could use a bit more cowbell for me and Mm -hmm. i think it would tickle my fancy if it was a walk the moon album (laughs) (laughs) okay um i i just genuinely feel like like walk the moon maybe could have done it you can't do someone's original content better, obviously, but I, I think that that Walk the Moon sound would have complemented this album really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it could use a little bit more cowbell. I think 
also for me it didn't bring anything new to the table and mm-hmm. like musically like it's not like a revolutionary album in the um like there weren't well, there wasn't a single song where i was like whoa like i've never heard someone do that before or like this is like amazing like i didn't get it nothing new like really excited me yeah it just sounds like a, a pop album like a pop rock album mm-hmm. um and then i i noted that i think it's important to 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 realize that good bands make good albums start to finish and not just good singles mm-hmm. i eat uh talk too much um mm-hmm. Like I, I really hope that on their next album, there's a song that can that's either better or a follow like is comparable to it, you know? Because mm-hmm. C- I feel like that's dangerous. Like, if they drop an album that doesn't have a song that's as good as "Talk Too Much," people are gonna just kind of like drift off. Um, like yeah. having a hard hit like that can be, uh, a blessing and a curse, you know. Yeah. I mean, maybe not their hardcore fans, but I know for someone like me, who's not a hardcore fan, like when I do listen to whatever album they're working on, if there's not a track that brings me in, like talk too much, I'm probably never going to listen to it again. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then I just put, um, I wouldn't personally put it on to listen to it again, but I wouldn't be mad if someone like was playing it and passing, you know? Yeah. And then fun fact, uh, I actually had a girl one time, uh, message me and say like hey do you like coin i have tickets and i can't go do you want to go and my response was lol i only know talk too much no (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's funny that's crazy that's funny yeah Um, i mean i only knew talk too much and i probably would still answer the same thing yeah for sure but yeah Uh, that's all i got okay um i I'm also going to rate it a very high tickles my fancy just because I can never give anything a One Direction album unless mm-hmm. it's a One Direction album. <laughs> um, I literally don't think I will ever on this podcast give that rating. Um, but very high tickles my fancy because I love this song. I mean, <laughs> this album. <laughs> um uh, Noni, I encourage you to listen to Crash My Car. It's the one, their new, new single. Heard it. Okay. Um, it's okay. Do you hate it or do you? Okay. I don't uh, hate it. It's not as good as Talk Too Much, but I don't hate it. Okay. I think it's better than Talk Too Much. I just, it's not as catchy. Okay. I disagree. <laughs> Sorry. I respectfully disagree. Um, yeah. I think for me, if I heard Talk Too Much, I'd skip it. Um, to be honest, but I think you got to think of it of from the perspective of someone that's never heard this band before. Which no, which song is yeah. going to bring them in? You know, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Because like as someone that's a fan and has listened to their whole discography, um, of course, like the hit that's over, you're going to feel that it's overplayed. Yeah, um, true, true, true. But yeah, for like someone like me that's not into this band, like talk too much, reign supreme. Okay, that's fair. Um. Anyways, yes. Tickles my fancy. A high one. And. Most excellent. Yeah. Want to close this out or you want me to do it? You go for it. All right. Um, that's it for this episode of Flipping Records oh, Podcast. Oh, so got sorry. Else. I need to add something. Yes. Go for um, it. So I was just interviewed for the Lee Clarion about this ah. podcast. And. The this article should be going to print sometime this month, I believe. Um, and it's an article on just podcasts at Lee, and I think that we are going to be featured in it. So I encourage you, if you are listening, and at Lee, to go get a clarion when they come um, out um, in print and uh, check out that article. So Sick. yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, that's the end of this episode. Um, today we reviewed How Will You Know If You Never Try by Coin. Um, uh, yeah, so you can uh, listen to us on Spotify now, um, Apple Music, everything. You can find us at flippingrecordspodcast.com. You can listen there. Um, we are at Flipping Records Podcast on Instagram. Give us a follow, suggest some albums, and uh, maybe we'll have you on. Um, 
yeah so give this album a listen it's a good album um talk too much is a great single a uh, good one to throw on a high like a fun sing-along dance party playlist um but yeah so that's it for this episode and we'll uh catch you on side b we